Welcome to the ongoing story of the Bible, Season 8, Exile in Babylon. The time is now around 586 BC. Israel's land and peoples are in enemy hands. Israel's ten northern tribes have fallen to an Assyrian invasion and have been transported abroad. Only the very poor remain in the land. When the Assyrian Empire falls, a new superpower, Babylon, arises. First Judah becomes Babylon's vassal, then its enemy, and finally the land is invaded. And, as is the custom of superpowers, takes all the craftspeople, artisans and noble people away captive, while leaving the poorest in the land, while others, including the prophet Jeremiah, take exile in Egypt. Episode 1 King Nebuchadnezzar's Dream Now King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon recounts a dream to his court officials and wise men. He sees a huge tree in the centre of the earth which grows bigger and bigger. The tree reaches the sky and is laden with fruit. It is the home of birds and shade for animals. But an angel comes from the sky and says to cut the tree down and drive away the animals. Then only a stump remains with an iron and bronze band around it. In the dream, Nebuchadnezzar sees a man who, for seven years, will not have a human mind, but that of an animal. Then the angel says that the supreme God has power over human kingdoms. Now, only Daniel, one of the Judean captives, renamed Belshazzar, is the only one of the king's wise men who can interpret the dream. Daniel says he wishes the message was for one of the king's enemies. God says that Nebuchadnezzar is the tree, strong and known all over the world, yet he is proud. So God will cause him to live as an animal for seven years, though his kingdom will remain like the stump. Then Nebuchadnezzar will admit that God controls all human kingdoms. So Daniel says the king must do right and be merciful to the poor and he will rule once again. Twelve months later, King Nebuchadnezzar looks out from the roof of his palace over his city. He says how great Babylon is. His capital city shows his power, his might, his glory and his majesty. Before the words are out of his mouth, a voice speaks from heaven. The king's royal power is being removed and he will live like an animal until he acknowledges God. Now Nebuchadnezzar is driven from human society. His hair and nails grow long and he lives like an animal. Seven years later, Nebuchadnezzar looks up to the sky and his sanity returns. When he praises God, gives him honour and glory, then Nebuchadnezzar's own honour is returned. Now he takes his position as king once more. He sends a message to all nations and languages declaring Yahweh God is king forever and ruler for all time. Meanwhile, in Babylon, near the river Euphrates, the prophet Ezekiel, also exiled from Israel, has a vision. God's spirit takes Ezekiel around a valley of dry bones. And God asks if the bones can come back to life. And Ezekiel says that only God can answer this. So God tells him to prophesy life to the bones. Then there is a rattling as bones join together, sinews and muscles grow, and then flesh. But the bodies have no life. God tells Ezekiel to speak to the four winds in order to breathe life into the bodies. Then the bodies stand up and there are enough of them to form an army. 
God says that Israel is like the bones. He is going to breathe his life into them and bring them back to the land. Meanwhile, in Egypt, the prophet Jeremiah is now living with exiles near the river Nile in the city of Tarpanes. Jeremiah prophesies Babylon's invasion, the destruction of Tarpanes, and Israel's return to its land. At this time, God will create a new covenant with his people, and this time it will not be written on stone, but it will be written on their hearts. Back in Babylon, the prophet Ezekiel prophesies about Egypt and Israel too. Ezekiel prophesies Pharaoh Hophna's fall to Babylon and that Egypt will become desolate. He too speaks of God restoring Israel to its land to show the nations that he is holy. God says that nations will know that the Hebrews were exiled because they betrayed him. Because they turned from him, he turned from them and let their enemies defeat them. God says he will pour out his spirit on them and never turn from them again. You can read these stories in the books of Jeremiah, Ezekiel and Daniel. The Bible library is a bit like viewing the world from space and then zooming in to a specific location. You can find connections and references across the books. In the History of the Kings, you can read the stories through the books of 1st and 2nd Kings, 1st and 2nd Chronicles, and then the relevant prophets that spoke to those particular kings. It's like compiling evidence from multiple sources. In the New Testament, you have what are called the Gospels, the Good News, four books that bring together the entire story from four different perspectives. The story is interwoven. Track back the roots to see its beginnings and look forward to see its conclusions. Listen in for the next instalment of the ongoing Bible story. These podcasts, called Full Circle, are based on the author's best knowledge at the time of production. They have been created from the Bible texts, commentaries and historical studies. The Bible is God's living word and its story and learning is unfolding and ongoing. Thanks to Bible translators, some of whom gave their lives to give us its words, you can delve into its pages and start your own journey of discovery today.